Hey folks, welcome to Meets World. In this episode, we're going to talk about protecting your energy and why that's so beneficial for your mental and physical health. We live in a social world and we're always giving a bit of ourselves to others, whether it's at work, at home, or in gatherings with friends and peers. It's important to notice that others are also expelling their energy towards us, and this may not always be positive. Have you ever felt drained after a collaborative task with that one coworker, or after a coffee run with that one friend, or after a family dinner with that one aunt that just hates you? You want to be nice to them and have a good time, but it just never works that way. Either you spend all this energy trying to keep yourself calm and collected and feel exhausted after they're gone, or you lash out at them as a response to the negative energy they're spewing at you. The former leaves you vulnerable and allows the other person to continue treating you in that derogatory way. You unwillingly lose your energy, get attacked, and feel like you're not in control anymore. The latter doesn't benefit anyone because now you've become the very thing you hated. You've started quarreling with the other person in the hopes that it'll solve the dilemma, but it never works. Every time you see them, you always end up in a heated argument. If this continues on a periodic basis, it might start to mentally and physically degrade you. Over time, this could lead to serious illnesses and a shallow outlook on life. Everyone has something special they can offer to the world, but if the world is constantly knocking them down and not letting them flourish, it leads to a negative feedback loop. In this context, the world contains every person you interact with. If everyone is mean to one another, it could be a cancerous place to live in and no one would be able to do great things. All their time would be spent attacking others and then healing from others' attacks. It is so important to take a step back and be mindful of how these social meetings leave you feeling afterwards. Without this one simple practice, you might not even realize what or whom is affecting you. Remember to always trust your gut when you're not sure what the cause is, because more often than not, you already know. Otherwise, you might think the way you're feeling is your own fault and then start re redirecting that negative energy to loved ones who don't deserve to be treated that way. One must realize that they can say no. They can protect their boundaries and conserve the valuable energy. It is okay to put up a wall and block those that are draining you. There is nothing wrong in that. You're simply listening to your own needs so that you're healthier and can better serve the rest of humanity and your loved ones. Why should you spend so much time mediating the consequence when you can avoid the cause altogether? The last thing is the hardest for some people to do, and that is simply letting go. Let go of the anger you have built up in you. Let go of the anguish others have caused you by invading your space and tormenting your happy place. If you don't react to these hurtful actions, you're choosing not to feel bad, and this in turn demotivates the action doer to continue doing so. Haruki Murakami says, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Choose not to suffer and let go. To summarize the steps you should take to protect your energy, first off, you should be mindful of your energy and how others are affecting it. As I've said in my first episode, jot this down in your journal, and at the end of the week, look back and contemplate. Figure out who is letting you down. Secondly, put up those walls and try to limit your exposure with these people. You don't deserve to be treated like this, and if you don't look out for yourself, no one else will. And lastly, just let go of all the built-up hatred and choose not to react or suffer. Simply continue living your best life and the people that once used to drain your energy will become background noise. I have a personal story I wanted to share before I end this episode off. Back in 2016, I interned at an ad tech company. There were a number of other interns and we all worked together on one of their flagship ad services. We developed features using the mean stack they had a foosball table at work, and once we got acquainted with everybody, we started playing for, 
friendly matches daily. Since there was only one foosball table, we played doubles to ensure everyone got to play in the 30 minutes lunch break we had. I would always pair out with the other backend intern on my team. And we were so good together. We were undefeated for three weeks. Full-timers would literally drop by at lunch to play us. We hosted a company-wide foosball tournament and won first place. We never lost a single game. But one day, someone made a remark to shake up our confidence and try to divide us. They asked who was better, my partner in crime or I. But we had never played with each other one-on-one, -on -one, so we didn't really know. All we knew was that we were unstoppable together and had a lot of fun playing. But once that seed was planted in our head, it grew like a virus until we couldn't contain it anymore. It was decided then, the next time we would play a singles match, just the two of us. To my luck, I won the game. But to make sure it wasn't a fluke, we played a best of three. I won all three games. I didn't look too much into it, but my partner was furious. He said he couldn't accept the loss and that he was just having a bad day. So we decided to play again the day after. And guess what? I won again. This continued on for a couple of weeks, and every day he'd make a new excuse. After a while, he started attacking me verbally, saying I sucked and tried to get my energy down. He would talk down on me all day during work as well. Throughout all this, I never once boasted I was winning or that I was the best football player at the company. I just took my victory and kept silent, and I think that made him even more mad. This created a gap in our friendship, and soon enough I started realizing I didn't like being with him. Every moment of the working day, he'd complain and make fun of me. It started affecting my relationship with others at the office whenever I would try to talk back and defend myself. It started affecting my work, and I became a little sloppy. I hated coming to work at this point. I stopped playing foosball altogether, and he said I was too scared to play him. At this point, I wanted to bring this up to our manager, but I figured what was the point? It was only an internship. After another month, everything would end and we would go our separate ways. But it became too much to handle. We used to take the same bus to go home after work, but I stopped doing so. I would wait an extra 30 minutes to take the next bus because I didn't want to spend any more time with him than I had to. Our relationship was cancerous. It took me a while to figure it out, but I knew I didn't want him around me. I started blocking him out, stopped asking for projects together, and started eating lunch alone. It was sad, but that's what I had to do. I wasn't letting go of the accumulated hatred I had built up in me, and that's what made going to work such a pain for that last month. During the last week, I asked him why he was being so mean to me, and he simply said, play me at foosball or don't talk to me at all. He was obsessed with getting that win over me, and I never gave it to him. I realized nothing would ever make him happy, and he was just a negative person. This taught me an important lesson in life. Protect your energy, or people will snatch the life out of you. Ever since that experience, I've been so much more mindful about who I spend my time with, and I don't let others dictate how I feel or react. Remember, be mindful, put up walls, and let go of things. Talk to you guys next time.